Morning, morning, morning. This is Pastor Jay. And like always, we're going to go ahead and start it off with a scripture and a prayer. The scripture we're coming out of is Philippians 2 and 5. And it says, in your relationships with one another, have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. Meaning you got to have that loving mindset. You got to have that forgiving mindset. You got to be able to want to help one another. You know, we, we have to be able to be light for some people because some people are not going to always be the best the best representation of themselves so in the relationships that you are in friendships um uh intimate relationships any type of relationship that you have in your life you have to be able to have that same mindset to bring people to christ and act christ like meaning having his traits and attributes of building people loving people and forgiving people because nobody is perfect Dear Father, thank you, Lord, for waking us up this morning. God, thank you for all the things that you've done with us this week, bringing us through, giving us the strength when we felt weak, helping us when we thought we weren't going to make it, being able to open doors that we never thought to be open. God, we just want you right now to touch everybody under the sound of my voice that while they're going to their ministries, as they're waking up, as they listen to this show, that they could be able to see you, to be able to hear you, to be able to reach out to you and to get comfort and peace and joy that no one could take away. God, just make a change, plant the seed so that we could be able to be in your will constantly, Lord. God, if, we are, if we've messed up and fallen, Lord, God, forgive us. But God, we just need your guidance. We, we, we need your, your voice to lead us through. And as we come to, to worship you today, God, we, let's be able to worship you with everything we have. And we said it all in Jesus' precious name. Amen. 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 Fall on me. That's my song. Woo woo. Yeah. Good morning, y'all. Um, so we're going to go ahead and go into intros and then we're going to go into announcements. But like always, you can find me, Pastor Jay, at official <laughs> underscore I had, I had a brain fart official underscore uh jaylon dot calhoun again you can find me again on official underscore jaylon dot calhoun on instagram on on twitter is rev underscore calhoun on facebook is pastor jaylon calhoun you can find me on all those uh social medias and just know that it's always a great blessing when you wake up just another day. Amen. 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 Good morning, everyone. This is Lady AJ, and feel free to drop me a line at ladyaj2020 at gmail.com. And this is Coach here. You can find me on Instagram at 910coach. And remember, patience is a talent that a lot of people don't have. And then you got your boy DJ Severe here. You can go to the Kingdom Wear production page and check me out right there, yo. Happy birthday, DJ Severe. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Oh, can't get him out DJ Severe, he, he, he chilling. He chilling. <laughs> hey, and, and, and we got in the studio today, we have Mr. Darnell McKinney coming from the VA, 
Veteran Affairs, who's going to be in the studio today giving out. Go ahead and uh, do a little shout out. Say hello to the people. Uh, good morning, everybody. I'm, I'm, I'm excited to be here. All right, all right. So we're going to be able to go into his interview at, at 7.30. I know y'all, y'all messed up with the time because we is, too. So <laughs> I really was. <laughs> no, I really was. But one thing, um, one thing I could say is crazy because tomorrow is the Anointed Radio yes. Anniversary one year in yeah. radio. All right. Yes. All right. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Not at all. I, I realized it was close around that time because when I used to wake up and when we first started Anointed Radio, it was sunlight. Right. That's true. <laughs> and it gave me similarity, especially because I have to drive past the airport and that was our old little route. But welcome again. We're going to go into announcements. We have a few announcements and... We have a few announcements, and we're going to go ahead and have Lady Wait, AJ go. Oh, you want me to say it? Why don't you set it up? Okay, I'll set it up then. <laughs> she she said alley-oop it. I'm going to alley-oop it then. All right, let me go ahead and set it up. First of all, just wanted to put out there, we have, if you haven't followed the social media on Anointed Radio, please go follow it at LV Anointed Radio on Twitter, Instagram, and check out Anointed Radio on Facebook, and you'll get all the latest updates. We are now broadcasting live out of iHeart, out of TuneIn, out of all the things, you name it. Yeah, we own that. Spotify, all that. That was the one thing. But the thing that was make the most exciting news is today we're going to be able to broadcast our first announcement and and, and things like that for the Golden Knights. Amen. Amen. We are now official media outlet um, for the Golden Knights. We will be giving you updates and press release from the Golden Knights, and you will probably see us at a few games for special events and things like that. So just to let you know, Anointed Radio is now partnered up with the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Amen. First it was the Raiders. Now it's the Golden Knights. God has done great things Amen. for Anointed Radio, and, it, and we just thank him for it. So with that being said, Lady AJ has the first press release from the Las Vegas Golden Knights. Okay, so the Vegas Golden Knights announced on the 1st of November that the following players will participate in November by growing their mustaches during the month of November to create awareness for mental health. Men's, I'm sorry, for men's health initiatives. So those players are Ryan Carpenter, William Carrier, Nick Holden, Brad Hunt, John Merrill, Colin Miller, Malcolm Malcolm Subban, Shay Theodore, and Alex Tooch. So the funds raised will benefit the the Movember Foundation, and that's the only global charity focused solely on providing support for men's health. The money will go towards supporting men's health programs in the key areas of prostate cancer, testicular cancer, mental health, and suicide prevention. So fans are encouraged to join the Movember movement and support their favorite Golden Knights player and sharing their moves. I guess that would be mustaches, right? Yeah, with their moves. Moves, okay. <laughs> Say, what's moves? Moves with the Golden Knights on Twitter, Twitter using B-G-K-M-O. Golden Knights fans can also follow along with the players' progress 
pictures throughout the month of Golden Knights social media channels. The Vegas Golden Knights are a hockey, a National Hockey League franchise owned and operated by Black Knight Sports and Entertainment LLC. The Vegas Knight Golden Knights were established by founding partners William Foley and his family and the Maloof family. For the latest information and news on the Golden Knights, visit Golden Knights, VegasGoldenKnights.com. Fans can follow the team on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat. Amen. Amen. The first Golden Knight announcement. And plenty more to go. We'll probably do more during the week. We get a lot. Um, we actually have um, a quote from last night's game from head coach um, Gerald. And he said, thoughts on um, packing the net. He said, no, they had a lot of shots on the net, but they got a lot of sh- um, No, they had a lot of shots on net, but they, they get a lot of shots every night. They put the puck in the net and go hard to the net, and they get a real good team. They got a real good team over here. Sorry, guys. It's real small. <laughs> <laughs> I thought we played a great game tonight, and that's what we um, were worried about. We're trying to play a 60-minute game, and we're trying to complete and battle hard and get back to what makes us successful, and I think we did that. And that was quotes from head coach Amen. We'll have more to you probably during the week because we have a lot of other stuff that they are sending us from headquarters of uh, the Golden Knights. But other than that, it's time to go into the mix. DJ. So DJ Severe. Yes, sir. It's time to go into the mix. What you going to start off with? Uh, A little bit of gospel this morning, Pastor. Amen. Y'all ready? I'm ready. Ready? I'm ready. Times when I wanted to give in. Seems like the day would never come. See you next 
Amen. We are back. And we're going to go ahead and go back in and go into our interview. And I want to introduce to everybody Mr. Darnell McKinney. Everybody, Mr. Darnell McKinney. Good morning. 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 
Amen. So we're going to go ahead and just first ask a little bit about you. So um, go ahead and tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, really not much to tell. Um, I'm originally born and raised in uh, St. Louis, Missouri. I uh, attended Normandy Senior High. I played football there. Uh, I was granted a partial scholarship to go play for the great Missouri Tigers. I uh, went up there for about a year, played football for them. Uh, came back home to St. Louis after a year and decided that I wanted to join the Army. Joined the Army in 95. Uh, after I joined the Army in 95, I was an infantryman. I went on a few deployments. After a few deployments, I decided that I wanted to try something different. Uh, went to, uh, to the Q course for Special Forces. Uh, got selected uh, from there. Uh, did that for about two years. And then I decided to step it up again and try out for the Delta, and I got selected for that, and I did a total of eight years with the, the whole special operations itself. After that tour of being there, I picked up and became an Army recruiter. I did, <coughs> excuse me, I did special forces recruiting for the Army, and then I turned around and did uh, actual medical recruiting as well. Amen. Amen. So now you went from being a veteran to now, uh, you know, getting out the military and becoming a veteran, and now you're helping veterans. Yes, I am. Yes, I am. Um, I retired in uh, 2016. Uh, took about two years off uh, to go about helping different veterans. Uh, I actually uh, retired in uh, 2016. I took the time out uh, of two years to go about helping fellow veterans that actually served with me to go about uh, basically getting their paperwork submitted so that they can go about receiving the benefits that they truly deserve. A lot of people don't realize that uh, serving in the military takes a toll on your body. Right. It doesn't matter what branch it is. Right. Mm -hmm. uh, and at the same time, uh, a lot of veterans miss out as far as applying for those benefits through the VA itself. Mm -hmm. um, there's, a, there's a reason why the VA is established is to take care of those men and women who actually served and took that toll on their body. Uh, one of the things that I do at the... Uh, VA. I am an actual support specialist. I help facilitate a lot of the veterans as far as the paperwork that they submit uh, as when it comes into the VA for them to go about uh, getting their benefits, uh, the bills that they're, p they're paying to the VA uh, as far as the percentages that, that they may have. Some of them come in and they actually have 10% disability, 50% disability, 100% disability. Based off of those criteria, uh, the VA has it established where if they have a certain percentage, they get full m medical coverage. At the same time, certain percentages actually show where they can go about getting free prescriptions as well. Right. So this is one of the things that I've been able to do within my community, within my circle itself, is just get the word out about how the benefits it work, the benefits in, at the VA work itself. A lot of veterans have no idea. Right. I right. didn't. I didn't know when I first you know got out. I'm like, how does this thing work? First step when you actually get out of the military, whether you retire or you actually um, exit out of the Army uh, with the honorable discharge, is it is required, or general than other honorable uh, is uh, required. But the first thing that you do is that you need to go to your local VA. When you go to your local VA, you need to make sure that you go to the benefits office. When you go to the benefits office, they're gonna actually have you fill out an actual application itself for you to submit for your benefits. That right there is gonna determine as far as the percent that you will have to pay based off of your income itself. 
So if you make a certain amount of money after you've got out the military or you've retired or whatever, they're going to decide whether you have to have a copay for your prescriptions or a copay for your uh, primary care or a copay for specialty care. Mm. Uh, a lot of veterans don't know this. They just go to civilian doctors. They rack up all these different right. bills, mess right. up their credit, and it gets out, out, of, you know, out of hand. So basically, in a nutshell, that's what I do uh, with the VA itself. So <clears throat> one thing that I know, especially the older generation, so I'm third generation Army. Uh, my grandfather was Nam, my dad was Desert Storm, and then I was Iraqi Freedom. And a lot of the older generation don't either, <clears throat> how can I say it, either don't know or some um, just missed out. Right. This is so true. This is so true. Um, a lot of our older generations, when you date it back to the Vietnam War, the Korean War, a lot of them didn't get the education that we have today. Considering we live in a technology age where, you know, information is available at your fingertips, uh, a lot of the, like you say, third generation, you know, soldiers, uh, airmen, you know, sailors, they have access to that information, but a lot of them don't know where, where to look. Right. With the older generation, I've had the liberty of helping uh, quite a few uh, actual Korean War veterans go about getting their benefits. You know, um, the way that it works as well is that when you, as a veteran, when you actually establish everything, you have to go through this website. Now, if we're talking about those, like you say, uh, earlier generation, you know, warriors and everything as far as veterans, a lot of them are not computer savvy. No. So I think that's our job as one of my primary jobs, you know, outside of the VA as well, is that I help educate a lot of those individuals on the steps that they need to take to go about setting up their benefits. So you can either, I want to side out of correction you can go into the VA hospital and do it and actually submit that application to get your benefits or you can go on ebenefits.gov as well and submit it through there um, one of the key things too is that a lot of veterans they don't take the time out to get all of their medical documents one of the processes to make sure that you submit all the proper medical documents while you have served in the military itself is you have to go to any of your actual local uh, military hospitals and you go to the records department and you request your ALTA records. ALTA, that's the A-L-T-A. You submit the paperwork, sign signature, they're going to give you everything, every visit that you made to the clinic, every injury, everything that when you prior to you joining, when you had to take the physical and everything, whatever ailment or scar or anything that you had, it's going to be in that record. This is what needs to be submitted to the actual VA. All right, uh, if that right there is not submitted to the VA, you are leaving it up to the VA to go about hunting down right. your records. Right, and that we all know how long that could take. Yes. Um, another thing I was going to ask, I know someone might be uh, wondering, you know, for the older generation, how if they for, they can't find their DD-214 or if they couldn't find anything that could show, and because a lot of people don't realize, because I believe, you could correct me if I'm wrong, mm -hmm. Uh, there's the DD-214 for when you're active and DD-214 when you did reservists or National Guard. And those are two different forms, correct? That is two different forms. You're correct. Okay. Um, usually with active duty, uh, as far as, first of all, uh, getting the DD-214 itself, it's, uh, again, you can go through the website or you can go to the VA. Mm -hmm. They have an actual form for you to request your DD-214 at the actual uh, benefits offices as well. 
But if you go on ebenefits.com, you know, and you search through the browser, how to request the DD-214 itself, it's going to have the application on there as well. And it's going to ask for your pertinent information, your social, the times that you serve, you know, uh, your, your most likely your uh, last duty assignment, the whole nine. Submit that. It usually, the turnaround time I've seen, is usually takes about 30 days. Mm. All right. Now, one of the things why it's it's, it's it used to take longer than that. So 30 days is good now because the VA is transi transitioning from all paper records to all electronic. Um, they say by 2020, 2022, we should be fully up and running, totally uh, electronic records. So back to your other question in regards to the uh, reserves. The reserves, a lot of the reserves don't get uh, actual DD-214 once they exit out of the actual reserve itself. It's called the NBG, NBG uh, correct me, I, 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 don't quote me on this, but I think it's the NBG-22. And it's a different form itself that shows their uh, period of service uh, as far as their uh, dis the character of discharge in the whole nine. They okay. would have that. The reason why I know that, too, is because my wife, she was in the reserve. Because I know um, for everybody that want uh, that if they did not know this or just given a fact, if you did reservists or National Guard, it is half time um, compared to active time. Mm -hmm. So if you did six years act, uh, National Guard, then it's only three Act, it will be compared to three years full time, um, especially because it's not full. T you're not doing full time active like the active soldiers that did six years compared to your six years. And um, one thing I could definitely say is it's it takes time. Um, one thing that I've seen, I've actually been through the whole process. I was uh, medically retired out of the military because I fell from a Bradley when I was ac um, actually in service. And I have sl three slip discs in my back mm -hmm. and I could no longer go. And the sad part about it, I got medically retired right when I was about to join the special forces as a pilot warrant officer. So I was sad, but mm -hmm. hey, God had another plan for me. So, but one thing I could say to all soldiers, because I know there's a lot of soldiers, that's uh, a lot of people that were soldiers that are missing out and in suffering. Right. You know, you served, you sacrificed your time, your family, your bodies. Take care of yourself of whatever you got left because there's so much um, that you could start developing and you have to watch out because, you know, um, give you a perfect example. My grandfather is um, had Agent Orange mm. from Vietnam. He brought it home. My father, then my father went into the military and, and went to bases that had Agent Orange. So it's just like you have to be cautious with your health. Right. You know, a lot of things that is happening to you could be related to the military and you need to report it. And let me go ahead and talk to the people that are always saying, I don't need to go to a doctor. I'm good. OK, there's a lot of people on the ground that said, said the same thing, too. And do it for your family. Don't do it for you. Right. I, can, I can attest to that. And um. It's really true what you're saying, because a lot of individuals uh, in the military, they take it, it's a pride thing itself, as exactly. far as them, they feel, yeah, exactly, they feel as though that, oh, I'm, I'm good, and there's good. nothing wrong with me, you know, but in time, you know, the time that you serve, from the ground pounding, from the physical training that you go through, throughout your, your military career, it takes a toll on your body. I'll tell you one of the things that the doctor told me um, prior to me getting out, it said, and, uh, and he quoted, he said, said, Mr. You know, Sergeant McKinney, I want you to understand that your body is not the body of the average 38-year-old. Mm -hmm. I was like, explain. He said, 
the intense training and deployments and everything, you know, that you have gone through physically, mentally, and emotionally, that's added 10 years. So you're not 38, you're really 48. Mm. So, you know, I, I, I sincerely say to those soldiers that say nothing is wrong with me, if you're not going to get the benefits for yourself, do it for your family. Right. Do it for your family. Yeah, I don't know how, I don't know how anything could not be wrong with you. Exactly. You know, because like you said, it takes a toll on you mentally, physically, spiritually. Mm -hmm. My husband is retired from uh, the Army. He did 20 plus years. Mm -hmm. And uh, when, when he, re he retired in 2000 and, oh my goodness, what was it, 2006. Mm -hmm. And we, I went through the process with him of getting established with the VA. Yeah. And it was, um, we were in San Francisco at the time. Okay. And it was, um, I have to say, that I thought the VA did a great job. Yes. I think they offered him and supplied him with, with, with what he needed. Uh, and he needed a lot because yeah. he'd, he'd been deployed with over eight, eight, over eight times. And it was just a lot of stuff. Yeah. yeah. And for me, I say, any person who goes to, goes to war, they come back with things that they didn't go over there with. Yes. This right. is so true. Because when you go to hell, because mm -hmm. that's what war is. Mm -hmm. So when you go to hell, you come back with demons. Yes. There's no way yes. that you mm -hmm. cannot. So I, you know, I just really want to thank you for all of the, thank you for your service. <laughs> but I also want to thank you for, you know, the work that you put in and helping others. Because those benefits are there. Yes. And they are deserving. They are. And folks need to connect with them and get them. This because there's no way you can do any type of military service and not and not need something right this is so true you know um and i wanted to say this disclaimer out there too there's soldiers that got you know i i always did not like this the 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 i guess you could say this the stereotype of a what a disabled vet is mm -hmm. because you might see a kid that walks fine no mm -hmm. missing limbs mm -hmm. and there's and he has inside issues cancer Hello, somebody. Yes. You know, mm -hmm. he has he has mental issues that he got from an impact from his head yeah. and he didn't deploy. Mm -hmm. Let me tell you something. Right. I knew in training, I went to training and we were doing the victory uh, victory course in Fort Jackson, um, South Carolina. And a, a, a girl fell four stories from the free climb wow. for the tower. She still served mm -hmm. and got hurt because she didn't come in to the military that way. Yeah. And now forever she will walk mm -hmm. with a limp. Yes. She will be, she's disabled because of that. So, and she was going to serve her country. She didn't even get to her duty station yet. Mm -hmm. And then there's so many people that you don't, yeah, the, one thing I wanted to always kind of put in there, and there's an underlining to this, is that there's wars on garrison. Yes. If you, if you don't know what garrison is, that is the base that you stay on. Yeah. Um, there's so much stuff and death on base from suicide, from homicide, um, spousal, um, rapes. Mm -hmm. People come back from the military if they deployed or didn't deploy with stuff. Yes. Because, you know, a lot of people, and, and I know military people could contest to this, when they see military people, they see money. And see, I was stationed in the South my whole my whole time I was in the service. So when someone that don't have money see somebody that think that they do have money and they don't realize that we technically only make a dollar <laughs> an hour from the military and we have no days off and 24-hour duties, 
they think, oh, they got money because they got those cars. They got the Camaro and the Charger. But you don't realize that, you know, we, we don't really make much to have on us. There's a lot of stuff from robberies to murders that I saw in my time now. And I know I could, I'm just attesting for myself. But I know there's a lot of other people that could attest for just the things that they saw without deployment. So just adding just without deployment, the stuff you could get. Now add deployment to it. Exactly. And then you come back to more mess. And that's what's the mental. And one thing I could say, um, and I'm really passionate about this, is if you have any depression or suicidal thoughts, please get help. Yes. Amen. Amen. Um, Amen. I'm going to be real transparent. When I came back from the military, I didn't know what to do. Mm -hmm. um, I went from having my own home to... Um, living in a, a room with my in-laws, with all of my children and my wife when I first came back without a dime to my name because I didn't get benefits yet. And that's what really made me passionate to go get benefits. Mm -hmm. And it was a time where I was dealing with suicide. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I don't know. I can't provide for my family. I'm just here. I just, I, I can't go back to the military because I'm disabled because mm -hmm. they, they put a bar on you. Cannot go back. Like, as soon as you try to go back, you'd you be like, man, maybe I should go back. And it was a time where I got um, suicidal. I'm, I'm going to be honest with it. And if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be here today. Yeah. And um, it happens. There's so many personal demons you deal with. That's why people become um, cigarette smokers and alcoholics yeah. and all that. Because there's stuff that you saw that is not normal to a normal average <laughs> person. You know, or had to go through something. And that's if you deployed or not. Mm -hmm. The military is a whole different breed. And when you go through it, you go through stuff that normal people can't take because we're considered the what? The one percenters? Yeah. Only a few of us really enlist and actually serve. Yeah. So when you see that person that is struggling with it, don't judge them. Don't look at them like, well, you, you're, you're, you're privileged. You went in the military and blah, blah, blah. You don't know what they've been through. You don't know what hell they've been through. And I'm, I'm now I'm going to speak to the person that's going through depression and, uh, and is thinking, you know, I don't know what to do. Go research the benefits that is owed to you. Exactly. You know what? Because so many people are honorary. You know, I had a, I had a, a family member that went to the military. He's like, oh, uh, I ain't going to. I'm getting given over. But you over here struggling, homeless with kids. You served. Get the benefits. Why did you go in if you're not going to get the benefits right. that's due to you? They give you these benefits. There's If you check out, I believe it's on military.com, benefits by state. Mm. You can see what the state gives you. You know, here in Las Vegas, they give a tax exemption for, you know, uh, house, uh, what is it called? Uh, in, property, property, property tax. tax. And like uh, your your DMV Car, yeah, for DMV. And then they have certain things to help you with certain transitions. And, you know, transition is hard. You know, and I definitely tell you, I know it's long, but whatever you put into it is what you get. So if you take two seconds to research, that's all you're going to get is two seconds of benefits. But if you take the time, especially when transitioning, to research what you can apply for. Because I'm still learning. I'm, I've been in out of the military for who, six to seven years now. And I'm still learning. And there's so much stuff that's out there from grants to things that can help you out with trying to transition back into um, – Civilian life. And there's actually um, 
iHeart, I believe iHeart Radio is doing something for veterans mm-hmm. where they're helping them get jobs. And um, Google is now saying you could type in your MOS. A lot of people don't know what MOS means, so I'm going to break down what MOS means for the non-military people. MOS is your job title in the military. You can now put your MOS code. So I was a 91 Bravo. That was an all-wheel mechanic. Um, you could put the that into Google, and Google will search every job that relates to your MOS. Because Google's initiative is to try to get more vets into jobs. Mm -hmm. So there's so much resources. And I just tell you, go look up the information. But one thing I wanted to ask Mr. McKinney is, what's the challenges that a lot of people could come up with? Like obstacles that they they could, um, that they they won't foresee, but you kind of seen it while processing, you know, people's cases. Um. I can speak as well too personally. Um, I'm a 100% uh, disabled veteran myself, um, but I can say some of the challenges that come about. It's a long process. Mm. You know, it c- it can be a long process as far as the you taking the time out to get your actual documents together itself. Um, I would say ensure before you go submit for your benefits that you have a 100% completion of all your medical documents. Don't go in there piecemealing it. If, right. Because if you go in there piecemealing it, it's going to prolong it as well. Because you can go in there with 20% of your paperwork, and you actually submit it, and they'll process that claim, and you turn around, okay, you're at 20%. Right. But you still have another right. 80% worth of medical okay. stuff you have to submit. So e- each time you submit in it is restarting another claim. Right. Therefore, it has to go through the process itself. And when it goes through the process as far as the claim, they're going to one of the, the the hardest things that a lot of veterans deal with too is the number of appointments they send you out on. Mm. Because if you're filing for uh, actual specific medical issue or disability or depression, it, they have to validate. Mm-hmm. So they're going to send you to one of the VA doctors to get seen for you know um, uh, mental issues or physical issues mm-hmm. or what say you. So that process is long. It it can be it can deter most veterans because they're like you know what forget it um i'll tell you too some of the other things that that actually deter a lot of veterans is that when they submit claims and they get denied mm. there's an appeal process it's an appeal mm-hmm. process that you can go about submitting for as far as you uh going before an actual panel and submitting your claim and you know you can have a representation as well you know you can have outside representation the va also provides in-house representation as well and they'll go there, speak on your behalf, submit all of the evidence itself, and they'll make a decision. I've seen individuals that actually went for their appeal and had a lot of this stuff turned over. Right. Um, once you, I, I want to say this: once you have been approved for whatever disability percent that you you know that they deem that you have, it is important for every veteran to make sure that you stay on top of your appointments. Oh, there you, you go. If you do <laughs> not stay on top of those appointments. Because they have a, a reevaluation process that they do at the VA, and if they see that you haven't seen your uh, mental health specialist or you haven't been to physical therapy in a certain amount of time, that I don't know, but as far as a certain amount of time, they can go in and say, hey, we see that you are doing well in this area. We're going to reduce your benefits by this amount or right. that amount. So make sure you do your due diligence. Um, and it's good for you to go make your appointments because – you want to go to your mental health appointments. You want to go see your physical doctors. You want to be there. Um, and if you take the time out to, like like uh, you said, Pastor Jay, if, the, if 
each veteran takes the time out to put in the work and the effort, the benefits in, in within the VA itself is going to open up for you. Mm-hmm. you. But you have to do the work. I can tell you that prior to me getting out, um, my cousin and I, we retired um, a month apart. And we after work hours, we would spend anywhere from four to five hours for a good three months just researching different things that right. related to our medical records that we say, okay, we need to make sure that we submit this, we need to claim this, we need to claim that. And, you know, the time paid off because six months, not, not even six months, I say maybe four months after I retired, I got my disability rating of 100%. My cousin, she also got hers three months, you know, after she retired, which was 100%. So do your due diligence. Um, take the time out. And if, and if you don't know, ask. Right. Ask. You gotta. You definitely gotta ask. And one thing is, appointments are important because they're trying to kick people off benefits. Yes. So um, there's so many veterans, and if you miss your appointment, and if it's because of jobs, I give you my own testimony. I used to think that, well, I gotta work. I'm gonna lose my job if I'm going to the doctor and blah blah blah. And I'm. I just. And I had an epiphany one day, and I was like, if I died because of any complication I have, this job gonna replace me like it was nothing. So I got to take care of myself for me and for my family. And I say that to you. So if 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 the work, there's time, you know, there's time where you just, if you got to take your time off or you got to uh, do an appointment late or something, you need to take care of yourself because it is important for you to take care of yourself. That's what I, that's all I really could say about it. And you have to realize that things how it used to be is not how it is. When I learned about VA, it was because a lot of older brothers that was serving before me and they told me and it was by word of mouth. Now you can research it. Now everything is electronic and you could be able to find out like it, they, um, the VA provides glasses. It provides dental for some. It, it provides your medicine so you can stop buy, paying all this money and you and i'm gonna be honest with you you know why a lot of vets are homeless and all out of their mind because they haven't had the medicine that they were supposed to have and they and it deteriorated their mind Mm -hmm. the medicine that kept them from spazzing out on people and then they lost their quality of life and there is programs I know in California, I haven't researched here in Nevada, but there's programs for homeless vets where they have different type of assisted living in places like that so you can have yes. somewhere to stay. Check out your benefits because you need to. It's really, it's, it's, you served, now take care of yourself. Well, here's a question that I have. What about if uh, somebody was married and they're no longer alive? Is there a spouse benefits for them? Good question. Good I question. like that question. Um. That's kind of like twofold because um, it, it's set up when you actually uh, getting out of the military where you can do uh, paperwork. It's called sole beneficiary, you know, and this is in the incident that, you know, unforeseen incident. If you happen to pass away, your spouse will continue to receive your actual uh, retirement check and everything um, if you were to, you know, die, you know. And some people opt to do it and some people opt not to do it. Um, if you opt not to do it, I would say that once you transition, ensure that you have a uh, nice insurance policy right. as well. Um, being in, a lot of people don't know us in the military, um, we have the insurance called um, SGLI, yeah. and, and it's like four hundred thousand dollars just on just about every military person that that's serving. That's what their insurance is. Some people opt to go with that um, actual program. That you're talking about as far as the benefits, it's the sole survivor benefits for the spouses itself or for your children as well. 
some people just continue their actual life insurance after they actually get done serving the military, and that will suffice in the event that that individual passes away. So I have a one question. I guess we go into our outros after this. Is um, so let's say somebody, dad, grandpa, grandma, uh, husband, spouse, child, mm-hmm. served and passed away. Do they have to have a rating t- to get the burial costs um, at the national cemetery, at one of the cemeteries that's local or military memorial cemeteries? No. Um, the only, it, it's, as far as rating, as far as disability, that is not a requirement. Um, one of the requirements is that the individual has to have an honorable discharge. There you go. Okay. It has to have an honorable discharge. Y'all heard discharge. it. They got to have an honorable discharge. So if granddaddy or gra- your dad or somebody that you knew served, and if they passed and you worried about GoFundMe and things like that, go check out the benefit. Where would you now? That's what I want to ask on that. Well, one of the things, too, is that a lot of individuals don't know this as well, and this has nothing to do with the VA. Um, some individuals, things happen in the military, and sometimes individuals get separated for disciplinary, disciplinary actions, what so have you, and they get out of the military and they get uh, other than honorable discharge. You can also go to the VA. There's a form you can fill out after a certain waiting period to have your character service upgraded to the next level itself. Ah. Yes. Depending on the severity of why you got put out the military. Now, if you shot somebody, criminal action, whatever, no, that's not going to happen. But if it's that you were overweight, they put you out, or if you were, um, how can I say, uh, uh, not meeting the, the requirements, PT requirements, yeah, PT requirements physical mm-hmm. training requirements, you can submit paperwork through the VA to have that upgraded as well. Amen. Amen. All right. That, that was a lot of information. Yeah. <laughs> but it is about that time. So we, we thank you. Thank you, Mr. McKinney, from coming and having having the information to the viewers and and everybody that's listening. Um, I know there's a lot of stuff that we probably didn't cover, but hey, is there is is there any way that they could uh, what 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 number or anything that they should reach out for the VA if they wanted more questions or something like that? Um, I would say Google your local VA. Um, Every area area code is different. Um, if you take the time out to uh, Google um, VA.gov, uh, it'll pull up all the information itself as far as your local VA, um, how to go about uh, setting up appointments, applying for benefits, what benefits that, that are out there, uh, educational, uh, financial, uh, housing, the whole nine. So VA.gov, can't go wrong. All right. Amen. And you can, if you got further questions, I can be reached at, uh, that's Darnell uh, MCK, that's D A R. N E L L M C K at Instagram. Uh, I'll be able to. I, I'm willing to answer any questions that you might have. And, so, if I, and if I don't know the answer, I'll get it with someone that does know the answer. And we have, if if you if you didn't get that, we have him on our LV Anointed Radio page, his profile and information. So if you want to reach out, you could be able to reach out through there. But guess what? It's about that time. But guess what? It doesn't have to end. Why not? Because at eleven o'clock. Where at? Rancho High School. <laughs> <laughs> you could be able to come here. You could come here. Man, today's message is gonna be deep. You come here a message I'm 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 delivering today and it's called You Don't Know. The last prayer of Jesus. You don't know. 
So you'll be able to check us out on the Judah Family um, Facebook page, see the word, and you could be able to follow us on Judah Family Community Church on Instagram. So you could be able to get it. And on Monday is our year anniversary. You guys might get a treat on our social media. So make sure you go follow us on our social media. And we'll be having a, a special show next week because it'll be our year anniversary. It's our anniversary. <laughs> so we'll be going in and having a, a very special thing for next week. But like always, it's Pastor Jay. You can find me on where you can find me. And make sure you go, if you're missing this, always make sure that you go check us out on the various platforms for podcasts or Gorilla Cross app or GorillaCross.com, the show of positivity. So make sure that you be able to check us out if you have any prayers or if you're looking for how to start reading your word or anything like that. Follow me at official underscore Jaylon, J-A-Y-L-O-N dot com. Oh, not com. Dot. Calhoun, there you go, um, C-A-L-H-O-U-N. And always remember, common sense is not common, and don't expect people to see your perspective. And this is Lady AJ reminding everyone that the only way out is through. And this is Coach here. You can find me on Instagram at 910Coach. And remember, I can't expect everybody to be loyal to me when they're not loyal to God. So that was Amen. deep. He, he, he had to keep that one. Oh, right. Yeah. I, just, I came up with it last week. I, <laughs> I didn't say it this morning, but it came back to me. And you got your boy DJ Severe, as always, Kingdom Wear Production Facebook page. Amen. See y'all next week. Peace.